Welcome to the Not Your Usual Cancer podcast. My name is Lauren and last year when I was 39, I was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer. I have ADHD, I'm a creative type, an entrepreneur, Reiki practitioner and astrologer. And I've run my own coaching business and membership for the last few years. I take a psycho-spiritual intuitive approach in all that I do and it was no different when dealing with this diagnosis. I knew that I wanted to do things my own way to self-advocate and combine alternative healing methods alongside the surgery and chemo. In this podcast I'll be sharing what I've learned along the way and what helped me get through the really dark moments. It's not your usual cancer podcast because I'll be integrating the spiritual, alternative and creative approaches and changing the narrative on what having cancer looks like. I believe in empowering people to listen to their bodies and trust their intuition if something doesn't feel right. Let's experiment and find joy and fun again and release the heaviness that going through cancer can bring. And welcome to this week's episode. So I'm going to jump straight in. Uh, the topic today is should we fight cancer? So I want to start this off by saying that obviously I am, you know, if you know my story, maybe you don't, but I am speaking as someone who has been through stage three colon cancer, um, bowel resection, so major surgery. Uh, four cycles of chemo and I'm now six months post active treatment so my you know I'm speaking from my experiences and they're obviously going to be different to other people's um, different personalities different preferences so just want to say that at the start um, because I know you know everyone who goes through cancer has their own unique experience so this is just me sharing what I found helpful along the way. So with that being said, should we fight cancer? So very soon after I was diagnosed, um, I became aware of, you know, all of the cancer communities out there uh, through social media, through searching online, just wanting to find, you know, some sort of support, some information uh, and sort of going through the forums and Facebook groups. You know, there's a lot of... Um, well, basically, F you cancer, I'm going to fight this, like basically creating cancer as a kind of evil other being as though it's its own sort of entity. Uh, and that is something that we can choose to do or not choose to do. Uh, and for me, the whole fighting uh, a sort of evil presence, as it were, uh, didn't didn't sit well, as I've sort of shared on previous episodes with other elements of my cancer experience uh, that, yeah, I, I didn't want to go into this sort of fight or flight mode. I didn't want to, you know, I was already completely emotionally exhausted after the diagnosis, after trying to process everything that had happened. So the thought of I've now got to put on my boxing gloves, you know, my metaphorical boxing gloves and go out there and, and fight this. Um, and actually what what is it I'm fighting here? It's not a virus. It's not a bacteria. It's not a disease. It is actually my body. Uh, so we have billions of cells in our body. And when they duplicate themselves, when they copy themselves, something every now and again, something goes wrong, basically. And that's when cancer cells can be created. Um, 
And this probably happens more often than we are aware. We sort of only think of cancer as, you know, once you've you've been through a diagnosis, but actually to some extent we all have an element of that where there's a mistake made when cells are copying themselves, but normally that mistake will be will be caught, will be uh, you know, the the cell will be killed or it will die and it won't get any further than that. But for some reason sometimes <laughs> the cancer is able to grow and develop. So it is, if we're saying, you know, what is it we're actually fighting here? We're essentially fighting our own bodies. We're, yeah, we're creating this, if we say, yeah, we're, we're fighting cancer, we're fighting our own bodies, we're creating this idea that it's a, a separate entity, whereas really it's just our amazing bodies that do so many amazing things. It's made one tiny mistake and unfortunately that has enabled the cancer the tumor whatever format it shows up um it has it has been able to create that so for me uh, instead of fighting I found it much more helpful to think about bringing my body back into balance that this was uh, a sign from my body that you know maybe my lifestyle over many years hadn't been ideal Maybe it was just I'd been exposed to some toxins. I don't know how. Like, we just don't... Unfortunately, we just don't know how it was able to be created. But it it's happened and there's kind of not a lot of point of thinking about it too much. Although we can't can't really help that. It's inevitable that we're going to. But, but yeah, in terms of thinking how has it been created, it's more like focusing on you know, as a life coach, I always want to focus on the future. What can we actually do about it rather than dwelling on the past and maybe regretting some of our life choices? Um, so yeah, so for me, uh, I don't believe that we should fight cancer. I believe we should think of it in terms of bringing our bodies back into balance, of creating the optimal environment in our bodies that will enable well, will disable the cancer from being able to survive and will enable healthy cells to thrive. So just finding that balance again. And going through chemo, it really doesn't feel like you're bringing any sort of good balance back. But that's how I saw it was that I was handing the fight over to the chemo drugs and that when I was taking them, so I went for infusions and I also took um, tablets. So when I was taking them, I would think, you know, I'm handing the fight over to you guys. This is what science has shown can help uh, get rid of any remaining cells after I had had surgery. Uh, obviously, it depends what order you do it in. You might have chemo before surgery, but for me, it was thinking that, yeah, that I was handing the fight over to the chemo. And for me, it was about focusing on being calm, creating the best possible best possible environment for myself. So I was listening to a lot of uh, meditations, a lot of visualizations. I really love um, Insight Timer. If you search uh, on Insight Timer for um, cancer related meditations, there's some really good ones on there. Um, I also liked, uh, there's an app called Endel and it does uh, music soundscapes um, and I found those incredibly relaxing. I just remember 
the day that I got diagnosed, just waiting to go in to speak to the doctor. We were actually sitting outside the hospital. It was a really, really hot day as it was last summer. And I was just lying on the small patch of grass outside the hospital and just listening to this um, really calming, relaxing music. And I really feel like it, it helped a lot. And I don't think it would have helped my body to to create any more stress, to create any more adrenaline than, than I could possibly, <laughs> and I could possibly help with. Um, so, so yeah, it was about bringing back a sense of balance, not creating cancer as a monster or evil thing that we needed to fight. Um, as well, if you sort of know about or believe in or have a sense of what the law of attraction is, um, I don't fully subscribe to the original version of it. I, I think it's sort of been developed. And I think basically if we if we focus on what we want to bring into our lives and how that's going to feel, then that is going to attract those things. If we focus on how rubbish things are, how awful they are, on the bad things, then that just creates an energy and a vibe uh, that is not going to help us, I believe. Um very basic, <laughs> very basic overview of the law of attraction. But basically, if you're complaining, you will attract more of what you're complaining about, which, yeah, I mean, what's the alternative to that? Am I supposed to be grateful that I've got cancer? Um, and I think it's something that you can sort of take some time to reflect on. So something I did was I wrote a letter to my tumour, who I gave the name of Trevor. Um, so I wrote a letter and I was like, what have you got to tell me? What's your message? Why were you there? And just like really making that deeper connection with your body, with what's going on for you. I think we all, we all have unique situations. The reason or, you know, the sort of journey to being diagnosed, the reason that we may be have cancer, how it manifests in our body, how we react to treatments. It's all completely unique for each person. So I think having that time to reflect on what it means for you and not being swept away with anyone else's story. There's so many incredible people sharing their journey on social media. And I think it's great to build up a connection and to sort of share experiences and raise awareness, but also not to get sidetracked or get into any sense of comparison. I think I think it was Dame Deborah James who said about uh, cancer tr top trumps, not not going there, not thinking, oh, they've got it worse than me or I've got it better than them. Like cancer is cancer. If you've been through any sort of diagnosis, I think it's, yeah, there's no, there's no comparison. There's no, oh, you know, you've been through this or you've had that treatment. Um, it's, yeah, it's trying not to compare, trying not to get swept away by other people's um, experiences. So for me, it really helped, as I said, thinking about bringing, bringing my body back into balance, letting go of stress and anxiety around, you know, that sort of why me, why has this happened? What have I done wrong? Um, being very focused on the future. What can I do about this now? This has happened, like acceptance. I've spoken my previous episode around sort of radical responsibility as well. So thinking of it more as a sense of empowering yourself to decide how you want to deal with it rather than the sort of 
popular or um yeah the ways that we see in movies um so again if you think about the way it is portrayed in you know tv programs in films it can be a very you know it's it's a good <laughs> vehicle for a lot of stories around you know people working through a bucket list or um love stories and it you know adds a sense of tragedy but actually in real life going through cancer can be a lot more of the sort of everyday I'm just trying to get through my everyday life like that doesn't stop um just because you've had this diagnosis it doesn't mean that any other problems that you had have suddenly gone uh unfortunately you kind of feel like you should get a cancer trump card or something (laughs) to a cancer free pass to just uh, get past any other issues but it doesn't work like that um, but yeah it something I did find along my journey definitely was to always ask um, if there is help um, so for example I had some um, credit cards when I was uh, that I was paying off when I was diagnosed and I phoned them up and I sort of told them the situation and they were able to sort of give me a extended payment plan and like remove the interest and everything like that so it's definitely my experience is it's worth asking to see if there is help but also just acknowledging that life carries on and it is uh, all of the you know things that you've got to manage uh that you had to manage beforehand you still need to manage afterwards uh so for me uh, as a mum to uh well he was my son was four at the time when I was diagnosed and he turned five shortly afterwards and he's just turned six um so yeah it's been like figuring out the best way to manage things so that I don't want there to be a lasting impact for him in terms of seeing you know what I had to go through so I try to explain it in five-year-old terms and in terms of yeah the treatment that I was having and what it meant and everything but I never wanted him to see that, you know, this was something that I was fighting. It was more like, yeah, I'm I'm taking the treatments. I'm doing what I need to do. I am staying calm <laughs> um, and I am still here. I'm still present. I'm not um, off fighting this thing and focusing on how awful it is. I'm focusing on the good things and the fact that we live in... 2023 when there are treatments and that there is more awareness and there are tests so I suppose that's my sort of challenge or question for you is if you're going through something similar to me I don't know what stage you're at along your journey but think about have you sort of gone into that sort of fight or flight mode are you thinking of it as something to fight or can you think about instead how you can support your body to heal and to focus on that and not to not to get angry with with your body because it's it does so many amazing things and it's just made one small mistake which unfortunately has led to cancer but there's billions and billions of healthy cells in your body and it's just that really helped me actually just visualizing all of the healthy cells in my body um and the unhealthy cancerous ones were just a very 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 tiny percentage so it helped to get some perspective on that as well and to hand over the fight to the chemo drugs. Um, 
So yeah, let me know if if that resonates with you. Um, and again, as I said at the beginning, it, it really does depend on your personality and your experience. I went through, as I said, four chemo cycles, so I can totally appreciate by the time, you know, I know people who've been through 12 cycles, 16 cycles, many, many more, and I just can't imagine going through that many. So I can totally imagine there's a point where you might really just get to the point of, yeah, complete frustration and complete, oh, yes. So as I said, it's from my perspective and it's something that helped me along the way. But as, you know, as well, I can only speak from my experience and uh, I'm six months post active treatment now or six or seven months. And I'm just starting to feel like um, I'm really coming out the other side. I still have uh, sort of ongoing random pains where the surgery was which can be a bit worrying but as as it's as it's great to sort of connect with other people finding that this is pretty common it was major surgery there's still like healing going on in my body so so yes um that felt like a bit of a rambling kind of episode but I hope there was some useful nuggets in there for you and uh, I will be back with the next one soon And that's that episode all wrapped up. If you'd like to get in touch, my website is lauren-jane.com. On there, you can find details of all the work that I do, the one-to-one work that I do with clients, my membership and my group program, which is coming soon. If you would like to drop me an email, it's hi at lauren-jane.com. Thanks for listening.